Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Day, Clinton Baptiste here, and thank you for joining us once again. Now, before we start, uh, I would like to apologise to Mrs Shirley Bennett, uh, one of my neighbours, for uh, personal comments on this podcast made two weeks ago by myself. In episode seven, when discussing Crufts with uh, Mrs Linda Pollock, my co-host, the conversation extended to canines in general, whereupon I suggested that my neighbour Shirley smelt like a dog. The producers and I are happy to clarify the comments and I would like to state that Shirley Bennett of number two, Balmoral Road, Bolton, Lancashire, does not stink. And furthermore, any smell she does have is entirely human and not that of a canine, not that she smells in any way. Furthermore, a suggestion made in the same episode that she has a wet nose and leaves her hair all over her domestic sofa was merely a joke. It's what we call in show business a classic incongruous juxtaposition where I well, I led listeners to believe I was talking about a dog, Lucy, and I was actually referring to uh, Mrs Bennett, but purely for comic purposes. Uh, I'm happy to say Shirley Bennett does not have a wet nose, and as far as I myself and the producers are concerned has never left fur or, or, or matted faeces on her sofa. I'm glad to clear up this misunderstanding for Shirley and hopefully we can all move on from this unfortunate episode. Similarly, uh, in well, in episode nine last week, I inferred that Shirley looked like a Norfolk Terrier and joked that the hairy face I'd witnessed steaming up a kitchen window was in fact Shirley and not her aforementioned pet dog, Lucy. Whilst I feel that the humour was implicit in what I was saying, I did not set out to insult Mrs Bennett and I'm happy to acknowledge that she was offended. Mrs Bennett's face is not covered in white hair and I'm happy on the advice of her solicitor to make this clear. She has a fair, what I describe as a fair complexion and any hair on her face and, and her upper neck is entirely natural 
and not a source of humour for my podcast or any cabaret act I intend to perform in perpetuity from this day forth, 15th of April 2022. I would like to apologise once again to Shirley, who, just to say once again, she doesn't stink or have a canine appearance. End of statement. Thank you. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Clinton Baptist's all-new Paranormal Podcast. And what, well, what an episode. You cannot say we don't give you value for money. We've got an appearance from none other than, yes, Ramon. Ramon Alert! Ramon Alert! Hold on. No, not that. Ramon Alert! Ramon Alert! Ramon Alert. He will be here on this show today in a conversation... Well, it's not live. In a conversation where we fell out over our rider for the forthcoming tour we're doing. I just want to show him up for the charlatan he is. We have also none other than world-famous bass guitarist Nick Beggs from Kajagoogoo, which you young people, you don't know anything about it. That won't mean anything to you. But to me... A certain person of my age, a certain age like me, and the lovely Linda, it does mean something. She's 58 today. What? Go! Oh, you cheeky come, sod. You're coming on in a minute. Now, we will be getting all your ghost stories from it. Leading up to you, Linda, don't build your part up. We will be getting all your ghost stories, uh, phone messages, and those you emailed to Clinton at clintonbaptiste.com. Please keep them coming, but first, she's here, she's there. People stop and stare. She's far too humble to accept all this flattery. She gets quite dull when discussing her cattery. It's Linda Bloody Pollock. Here she is, Linda! Lovely! Hello, Linda, my love. Well, that's quite the build-up. Thanks very much. Yeah, all right. How are you doing, my love? I'm all right. Slightly disappointed after my weekend in Blackpool. Oh, we'll get to that in a minute, won't we? Well, well done, though, I wanted to say. What's that? For apologising to Shirley. Because oh, we don't want God. her husband coming round, take my effing wife's name out oh, of your mouth God. and all that. <laughs> Keep my wife's... Th- How does he speak? He's sort of Irish. Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. I'm not sure doing the impression makes it any better. No, well, thank God he's left. I say. Total lunatic, David. Yeah, he went off with a much younger Dolly Bird. You from, yeah, I think so, from the Brian Connolly touring show. Much younger, bit of a swordsman, I think, is her he? husband. Yeah, I think so. Don't know how serious. Between you and me, Go I don't on. know how serious it is. Might be a casual thing on tour. Bloody hell. What goes on on tour stays on tour. I mean, I, I did, because I know, you know this, when I go on tour. Oh, God, the women. Can you sign this? Can you come for a drink? Can you touch this? Will you rub that? Yeah. All the rest of it. It's bloody awful. Did they have the tattoo done? No, yeah, that, that woman you signed her. Um... Oh my God, I t- <laughs> it was awful, really, because I said the spirit very, very strong tonight, yeah. and she had it done just on her bottom. Oh my God, it, it's all, where I'd written with this. Um, well, I tell you what, it was a, it was a pencil. It was a pencil that the end kept breaking off. About your pencil. Yeah, that's what happened. Oh, yeah, she. About your pencil. She felt my pencil anyway. It, she, I had this sort of just sort of scrawled on her bottom. Oh, she had it filled in with ink, pen and ink on her bottom. Not the. That's disgusting. <laughs> right. 
have you been up to, Linda? Well, I was going to ride the big one, but... Oh! We... Yeah, But sadly, on. when we got there... Well, we should have known when we didn't have to queue up to get into Blackpool. We got there, it was like a flipping ghost town. Oh, I've not... No disrespect to people in Blackpool, but it's a shithole, isn't it? Well, it's even... It's a fun shithole at the best of times, right? Yeah, but the when... very best of times. Well, the worst of times, it's just a shithole. Go on. We got there, Pleasure Beach is closed, so no big one for me and our Debs. But we did spend quite a lot of money and I love fudge. What's that? It's a fudge shop. Oh, my God. Can I just... What, so you went in there, you didn't go on the big one. What no. did you do? Did you have a couple of drinks or...? Yeah, we did, we did. And we went to a cabaret. Um, mm. Very blue, very blue. Was it? Very blue. And But the booze was cheap and um, the dancers the dancers were excellent, yes. What sort of, How blue was it? Was it was a, a blue stand-up? Well, I think it's the bloke that owns the place, really. Well, he comes on, he is comes it? on Even like, Las Vegas. Yeah, and it's very camp. You know, Viva Las Vegas! That's how they speak. Well, yeah. Sorry, to, don't cancel me. That was that was me doing an impression of someone do, doing a camp voice. It was I'm not... just very camp all night. Well, that sounds shit. Well... Can I just say, first of all, to all my dear friends in Blackpool, and I am coming there quite soon to do You should something. possibly not have named the actual place. <laughs> right, OK, we'll blank that out later. I had a funny time in Blackpool, if you'll, if, you'll just, if you'll just bear with me. I was in Blackpool the night before. It's funny you should mention Vegas, because I was doing a sort of jokey photo shoot. Yeah. Where I... Because, you know, my show, a Stratosphere, it was all set in Vegas. Yes. So I went up to Blackpool. There was a young man I got from a, a local um, university to bring a camera out and shoot me going up and down the Pleasure Beach, right? Yeah. And I've got to say, some people there are rough, aren't they? Some people are, yeah. God, they are rough. Is it something called something like the Finely Place car park? We parked there. Right. And up near there... There was a there was a there was a, a, a pub and I walked past and most people uh-huh. who know me go oh it's Clinton hello and you're coming here to the Blackpool Tower it was to advertised Blackpool yeah. Tower oh they love a famous face they love a famous bless you and I but when I got to this pub they were if I said aggressive right they were very very aggressive and they weren't all too complimentary I was in all my finery and that. You'd think Blackpool was all for show business. It's supposed to be Vegas of the North. It, it is supposed to be the Vegas of the North. It, it's more like the Las Vegas, the um, the amusement arcade in Bolton, oh, which yeah. does a shove eight sort of thing. It's not really proper Vegas. It's more like amusement arcade. End of the pier, Vegas! Yeah. If the bloody pier's open, which... If you're lucky. If you're lucky. But it was really rough. And I played uh, the L- Leighton Institute, which is very nice, where Lily Savage did a lot of her stuff, had a sort of residency. But it was, and that night, you know, England were playing Italy, you know, oh, in the final. Yeah, the football night. The football night, and they were all out in force. And I thought, I'm going to go to a local. Bear with me, people. We'll get to the paranormal in a minute. I was thinking, I'm going to go to a really rowdy pub and yeah. enjoy England. But after people had called me all sorts of names, nonce, um, not going to repeat some that of the one, other names. Yeah. That one, various other names. I thought, I don't really fancy this. So I stayed in my hotel and I spent the England match with a lot of very elderly people on a very colourful carpet yeah. watching England lose. It was very disappointing. But at least there was less ins- fewer insults. There were fewer insults. I didn't know it. The, the older folk didn't really know who I was. The other, I just want to say this. Can I, down the road from Blackpool, 
Lytham St Anne's. Oh, Have you been posh. there? Well, I've heard of it. I've never been there. Oh, no. my God. It's so gorgeous there. And to all, hello to my friends at the Lowther Pavilion. I've played there a number of times. And the funny thing is, it's always a little bit rowdy in there in the Lowther Pavilion. Is it? You'd think for a very middle-class sort of place. They've got to let loose. I mean, they're Lytham St Anne's, but they're not that far from Blackpool, are exactly. they, really? So Liam Pickford, wonderful, wonderful comedian, he was doing my warm-up. Yeah. And he come on and they were very rowdy. And my stage manager said, could you just calm them down a little bit? You know, Liam Pickford went straight on his first line with all the shouting going on. You want him to placate them, just get them to calm down. First line is, oh, who'd have thought? Seven miles from Blackpool, the place is full of <gasps> And it just absolutely upset the apple cat. I couldn't do anything. How do you follow that? How do you follow that? That's Blackpool for you. Let you should have slapped him. That's how you do it. That's how you do Just it. Just come and slap him. March it. on stage. Keep Blackpool out of your f***ing mouth. Or what it was, something, whatever it is, something like that. Yeah. Lovely idea. <laughs> prolonged laughter. That goes on too long. Yeah. Listen, let's get to the meat. This is a ghost story from the Ooh. Daily Star. So stop me if I'm getting too highbrow. Fascinating story. Spooky music, please, Linda. Have this. Linda, if you would, please. A bloke believes a ghost he photographed in a hotel has texted his girlfriend from his phone after they visited York. Oh, yeah. The man from Stockton, who wishes to remain anonymous, believes he was the victim of paranormal activity after visiting the haunted city on Monday, March 21st, in case you want to check up on any of the right. facts of this case. OK. That's according to Seaside Live. Okay. The 40-year-old and his girlfriend had enjoyed a day out and sampled a couple... Here we go. ..of yeah. the city's 365 pubs. Can I cut the music for a second? Can I just say, anyone who's been to York... Extraordinary. It's all food and drink there. Yeah. It's all bloody food and drink. There's even a food market in town. It is so... It's such a culinary delight. Yeah. And also, he's clearly imbibed something from 365 pubs. Yeah. So what happened? So, 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 she, so, so somehow, he's picked up a ghost and someone started texting the girlfriend's phone. Spooky music, please yeah. continue. At 2am, while they were both asleep, his girlfriend received a text oh. from his phone. What? Right, okay. And he believes a oh, he, he believes, believes a ghost was behind the message. He said he's from where Stockton. Yeah. When we were in York. I took a photo, and I probably shouldn't do the voice. When we were in York, I took a photo of the corridor in a pub leading to the toilets because I thought it looked creepy. Thinking nothing of it, I just sent it to my girlfriend so she could see. At 1.48am the next morning, we both received a text from my phone saying, can you call back later? Oh. Right, so somebody... This might be less paranormal, more to do with playing away from home. Go on, continue. I hadn't sent this text, obviously, because I was asleep. So... Oh, yeah. So we were both really confused as to where it came from. I think one of you might have been confused. The other news. <laughs> I think it may have been from the haunted pub we'd visited earlier that yeah, obviously. day. That'll be it. Obviously, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Go on. The messages didn't stop there, with the man finding a message typed out on his phone ten hours later, which read, we are in 4N2Z4NB. Huh? OK, that's a code, a lover's code, maybe. Unsure of what these series of numbers and letters meant, he took to the internet to find out more. And it was inconclusive. He said, well, it's either paranormal activity or someone's managed to hack into my phone number and send texts on my behalf. I think there is another alternative. <laughs> OK. I don't know how the texts got there. Neither of us sent them and neither of us has had any texts like that since. 
The bloke has no other explanation, so the mystery continues. Right, so just to just to sum up, somehow the girlfriend... No, the, 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 he, she's received on her phone a message saying, I'll speak to you later. From him. Cleveland, no, from his phone. From not his from phone. Him. It couldn't I be would, from him, now, could it? I don't want to libel anyone, but I would suggest he sent it to his current girlfriend by accident. Aye. And then the other thing is a code... So you know, look, I'm all all about poo-pooing the um, you know the charlatans. I don't, re- I do believe in spirit, but I think the wrong number. I think that he is maybe he's groping for trout in a peculiar river, which is an experience. he's pouring treasure into foreign laps. Do you know what I mean? He's he's indulging in a left-handed honeymoon, is what I'm saying. You think he's taking a slice? I think he's taking a slice. I think he's conducting a war on two fronts. You think he's hiking the Appalachian Trailer? <laughs> <laughs> Regularly, I'd imagine. Now, I don't want to get involved. It may be a ghost. It could be a ghost. It could be. And I, I've i got to confess, I have in the past, and I'm not proud of this, I, I have used the paranormal as an excuse. And I'm going, yeah, I'm going to... Did you get drunk and unfortunately send a message for your lover to your current partner? I didn't get drunk. No one would do that. No one, I'm not saying this fella's done it. I did actually indulge in this sort of trickery when Ruth was doing her ablutions in the bathroom once. Remember, she stayed with me and I accidentally came into the bathroom and saw her in the bath. She was getting out of the bath, bush, everything. Oh, my God. It was unmistakably a naked Ruth in my bathroom. And to save her her blushes, as a gentleman and as a paranormalist, I was forced to tell her that at that moment... I, you know, when I entered the, the bathroom, I had been blinded by a vision of a spirit yeah. that suddenly descended and I didn't see any women's tits or anything like that. You didn't see Ruth in the raw. I didn't see Ruth in the raw. Another time, this is, and I'm just converting to you, Ruth wanted, when we were downstairs in the living room, she wanted to watch Tipping Point. Right. At the same time, BBC Two was Indian Ocean with Simon Reeve. And as you know, I'm an intellectual yeah. man. I prefer that. And I mendaciously suggested that a ghost had told me that it would be dangerous for Ruth to watch ITV at that time. Right. Silly nonsense, but one of the perks of being on a hotline to Celestial Realm. I'm not proud of these things, but I have used them to my benefit. I've used my skills in a false manner. Have you, Linda, ever told a lie so outrageous as to that? And and, and been believed, exactly. Um, what, using a ghost? Not necessarily a ghost, anything that was totally outrageous, that used maybe your womanly wiles, equally as spiritual and mystical. Well, I did eat... Don't matter now, we're not together anymore, but right. I did once eat Paul's Finney Attic and blame it on the cat. Eat his what? Finney Attic. What's Finney Attic? You know, yellowfish. Oh, that stuff. Oh, I know. It the yeah. place out. Oh, God. What, you said the cat jumped up and ate it? Said the cat. And one cat must have had it. I thought, oh, I stink of it. Mm. But he didn't seem to notice. I'm going to avoid any sort of crude joke about that because, let's face it, it's got me in trouble with the next-door neighbour. So let's stay away from any of that as we go to your phone messages. Oh, yeah. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. One new message. Um, I've uh, been getting some messages through from Spirit World myself. June Brown, she's coming through. She's saying... Um, Please help, we don't have any ciggies up here. Can somebody send us a cart in a Super King? Uh, how does a ghost unlock a door? Because uh, my friend told me using a spooky. Ooh. Sorry for calling, but I think I've been possessed and I feel like it's going to come out and I, I don't really know what to do. Never mind, never mind. Oh, hello there, Quentin Poppet. This is uh, Michael Fabricant. Oh, hi there, Chilton. Uh, it's Percy, and um, I'm just calling up about uh, some dating issues I'm having. Um. Now, I want to deal with today the subject of manifestation. There is an article in this uh, magazine, which I've often traduced. Uh, it's from uh, Chat It's Fate magazine. And whilst part of the remit, as you know, of this podcast is to shop the charlatans, there is some truth in this one. We've got Hold Your Horses. This is entitled Hold Your Horses. A fascination with, wait for it, unicorns led me to a wild and magical career. Can you put on the spooky music, please? I can. Dawn Gatwood, 42, from New Forest, writes, I guess you could say I've always had my energy aligned differently. I've always been fascinated by unicorns. And you're going to stop my family. Oh, whoops, sorry, no, that was the wrong one. Just a minute. Oh, no. Sorry, I wanted to play a... One of my favourite movies was The Last Unicorn. Oh, that was shite. Have you seen it? Well, no. According to this lady, Dawn Gatwood is one of her favourite... I don't know whether how bright she is. But anyway, let's get to that. Come on. <laughs> the Last Unicorn. I've not seen it. And I adored My Little Pony Unicorns. I collected all the toys and I loved brushing their tails and manes with a special My Little Pony brush. 
But when adult life took over and I became a mum to my three little girls, I pushed my spiritual interest aside. What? Spiritual what? interest? Spiritual interest? Having a My Little Pony doll? Ah. I'm not being funny, Dawn, but do you ever feel like the term spiritual has been diminished somewhat? Having spiritual interest could be like, you know, the, you're the Dalai Lama or the Pope. Yeah. No, someone had a My Little Pony unicorn. Okay, now. On New Year's Eve, to, can you put the echo on again? Yeah, please? sorry. On I New Year's Eve, distracted <laughs> by that bullshit. <laughs> on New Year's Eve, stop brushing that My Little Pony <laughs> mane. On New Year's Eve, 2016, I found myself sitting on the floor in my office alone, feet tucked into a sleeping bag, swigging prosecco straight from the bottle. Sounds like you, Linda. Oh. As midnight approached, I grabbed a scrap of paper and a pencil from my desk. Without your pencil. Dear Universe, I wrote, please help me. I want to be happy, I wrote. Then I lit a candle, held the paper over the flame and set my words alight, closing my eyes and making a wish as they burned. Four days later, and still feeling desperate, I contacted a psychic medium and asked for a reading. Not me. Do you want to play the medium here, Linda? You're going to be forced to slow down. Yeah, can you don't have to take the piss out of mediums. That's what I am. I know, Speak but I was properly. being a bit more like Mystic Meg. You know, she had a very funny delivery. Get on with it. You've asked for help and it's going to arrive soon. To cut a long story short, this woman, Dawn Gatwood, ended up in hospital and whilst recuperating, she got into witchcraft and tarot. And here's a list. Look at this list, Linda, of the things she got into. Look, I mean, I'm all in favour, but she got into everything like Reiki, oracle cards, candle magic, casting spells, angel communication, phases of the moon, meditation. No, mediation? Meditation, don't know. One of two, probably misprint. Mediation, <laughs> Mediation. Media attention, past life regression, and flinging shit on a canvas therapy. I made the last one up, but the rest are true. She says in 2018, she went to a retreat in Nectan's Glen, in Nectan's Glands, in Cornwall, <laughs> where women have bathed nude in the waterfalls to receive the blessings of Mother Nature. She says, I stripped off and we all started self-initiating. Oh. The filthy cow, naked on the cascading waters. Once I'd self-initiated myself, Christ, as a priestess, I brought ritual and attention to every part of my body. Oh, I could do with a bit of that. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so the point is, with the burning of the paper, she had Manifested, Do you understand? <laughs> Manifesting, very, very popular, but you must be precise with what you ask. I had a woman, this is true, five or six years ago, she came to me, she said, can the universe send me a pop star to really knock me off my feet? Two days later, Hampstead High Street, George Michael in his car, wham. This is the bit I knew nothing about, right? It was during a mediation, meditation in 2019. Oh, no, sorry, read it out. This is her. You, play, you can play Dawn. Go on. It was during meditation in 2019 that I started to remember my childhood love of unicorns. Oh, Bearing my third eye... Yes, oh I've done that. I realised I could see unicorns and tap into their strength. I believe that unicorns exist... This is her, not me, obviously. Right. I know it's no... no. I... Well, I we have made up our minds about that, unicorn, Linda. Unicorns exist in a different dimension to us, but we can learn to commune with them. Now, and here it is, I am a practising unicorn healer. Now... That doesn't mean she, like, shoes them or anything or it'll polish up their horns or anything. As the Dalai Lama may have once said, what the fuck is a unicorn healer? I went to a website, dawngatwood.com, and I might... What do you think? Should we ask Dawn Gatwood if she'd come on the show? Uh, do you think she will after what we've said about her? 
<laughs> we won't play it that bit. All right, then. You've got to be up for it, then. Don, if you're listening and you do fancy coming on, and actually, you know, I mean, taking us to task and telling us what a, fuck, what a unicorn healer does... You know, we'd like to hear that, do you think? If you wouldn't mind taking a break from self-initiating. If you could, if you finish self-initiating and, and, and brushing your, your My Little Pony, which is not a euphemism for anything, it's literally what she does, come on and tell us what you're healing and how it works. Thank you, Dawn. Time now for another top celebrity interview. Nick Beggs! Nick Beggs, as you may well remember, oh God, he's played with every, he's played with bloody everyone uh, over the years. Too many to mention, but but I remember him mostly for Kajagoogoo. Oh yeah. Too shy. Uh, Life in the Big Apple. His hair was not dissimilar to yours, was it? He has fashioned that hair on my own design, as I've told him when he's come to my gigs before. Here's Nick Beggs. Nick, Nick, at long last. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got to tell you, this fella, he comes to all my shows, don't you, Nick? I do, I'm a big fan, you know that. A very, very big fan of the finest clairvoyant medium in the world. And when he's not available, he comes to see me. Nick Beck. I I see you as the uh, fourth emergency service. Uh, Well, I am very much. Yeah, I mean, people have got poltergeist problems, they call you, that's why. (laughs) Who are you going to call? Clinton Baptiste, that's the thing. Thank you for doing your hair like mine today. That's... Well, you're a big influence. <laughs> you're a bloody big influence on me, mate. Now, Nick, when I've met you in the past, I know that you do like to come to my... I call them readings. Yes, yeah, yeah, we've then, had quite a lot of one-to-ones, haven't we? We have had a lot of one-to-ones. That's not some crude euphemism for a three-way. That is literally one-to-one with me, helping you spiritually. Yeah, yeah, it's... Hey, I'm a rock and roller. This is modern times, man. Modern times, man. And Nick has got something. He's very... In, I would say you're quite in tune with the other side. Yeah. All, all sides. All sides of me, I feel. And and beyond the celestial realms. Nick, I'm told you've got a tale to tell. I want to share it with me Patreoners and all the freeloaders who don't really pay for Patreon. So, Nick, in your own time, we can put some spooky music... Linda, can you put some spooky music over this, please? Okay, well, you know, this is a, a story about my wife's shop, really. She she opened a, a, a wedding emporium some years ago in Leighton Buzzard High Street. This is the charming Anne who I've met Lovely at the Anne, yes, who's also quite a spiritually in tune person, you know. <laughs> and uh, when we were we were setting up the shop and everything, there was some noises going on upstairs. I thought, bloody hell, what's all that banging around? Yes. Said, you better go and have a look. So I went upstairs and there was nothing, there was nothing going on. So anyway, um, carried on moving the stuff in and it's annoying. over the next few weeks you know the, the customers are coming what's going on upstairs with all the right. noise and the bang and the clattering yeah i don't know it's just maybe it's the plumbing you know we thought might have to get a plumber in or something yeah. like that and yeah. uh, so we got a plumber in to have a look and he said no no i mean the pipe works yeah. fine everything's absolutely fine and uh so we didn't understand what it was um anyway we moved out of the business, um, but and sometime later we got a, a, a call from um, a local paranormal society and said that they had to go in because there'd been so much activity. Yeah. And we couldn't believe it. And uh, they said, "Do you want to see? We filmed some stuff." I said, "No, you're all right. It's fine. You know. Right. Uh, we don't. We we just lived with it. You know." 
But some weeks later, I, uh, I got a letter from the council yeah. and uh, they said that um, they'd miscalculated our business rates. And when I saw the invoice, I f shat myself. Nick, was there a ghost there or was this just a way of you getting to... I know, I don't care. Look, I, look, I sometimes I get the invoice and show it to the wife. Sometimes I get the invoice out and go, she goes, f off with them. Okay, Nick, can I just... I really did shit myself. I mean, councils, they say they're trying to help small businesses. Yeah. Look, look, see that? Okay. 660. Yeah, I can see it. 666. It's the f***ing <laughs> That's very spooky. Let's just say something. It's a paranormal podcast. If there's one called, uh, you know, community charge, community rates, have a go at the council. I don't have such a podcast exists. No You're idea. fucking wasting my time. No idea. I, I, I lose sleep over this. This scares me. This is satanic. In fact, I'm going to exercise it right now. Oh, my God. Out, 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 demon. Out, satanic. <laughs> Everyone listening, Nathan's going across to a bill for some sort of rapes. Yeah, commercial rapes. Now, filthy invoice of hell. Cut him off, please. Cut him off. Thank you. Nick begs there, everybody. What a treat. I wish you'd go back to being too shy, shy for this sort of shit. Right. Thank you very much, Nick. Now for the latest in the Y files. Now, I had a phone call this week that I wanted to share with you. I was very, very excited for a little bit. I'm trying to contact Yvette Fielding, as you know. Have a listen to this. Hello, we go to line two. Can I help you? Who am I speaking to, please? Hello, Clinton. Hello there. Who am I I speaking to? Uh, Kieran. Sorry? Kieran. Kieran, Kieran, what can I do for you, Kieran? Uh, I, as you know, you've been talking about, um, Yvette Fielding. Yvette Fielding, yes, yes, sir. I've been trying yes. to get hold of her for a while now. Yes. But, but do you know where to find her? I know where she is, yeah. Do you know where she is? Yeah, I know where she is. All right, hold on, let me just grab a, let me just grab a pen. Paper. Right, sorry. Kieran, shoot, where can I find, where can I find Yvette? Right, Clinton, listen, she's in the shopping centre. Do you know her? Yeah, no, yeah. She's in the shopping centre. Did you get hold of it? Maybe ask her if she wants to come on the show? Yeah. Right, shopping centre. And where is the, where is the shopping centre? So, um, about, it's about half an hour away. It's about half an hour away from you, or from me? Yeah, yeah from me, yeah, half an hour away. Half an hour away? Right, where, yeah. where are you? I'm away, I'm over, I'm over, I'm away over here. You where, sorry? Do you know where she is? Do you want to know where she is? Yes, what did you say? You're in time and where? Yeah, yeah, time and where. Right, and you're in time and where, the shopping centre? Yeah. You're using a shopping centre in time and where? Where, where yeah, would I find it? Sorry? The big one. Big one? Yeah. Okay, what Newcastle sort of area is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, where would I find her? What do you mean she's in the shop? Is she opening something or? No. Book signing, what is it? In the bog. Big fan? In the bog. Sorry, what do you mean? She's where? Where is she? She's in the bog. 
She's in the bark. Yeah. I think she's doing a poem. All right. I think, I think she is. Okay. Uh, let's leave it there. Definitely in the bog, though. Nah, I know you're Okay. You're the awards man, aren't you? Yeah. Can you can you go away, please? Why come and chat to the ghost on my bum, please? No, thank you. Please. No, thank you very much. No me. more. Cut him off, please. Uh, yeah. Very disappointing, that, wasn't it? Blimey, what was that? I don't know. He's, he's been hounding me. I think it's that it's that awards man. Do you remember him from... Oh, God, how could we forget? Yeah, series four. Might have to put a block... Can you figure out how to do that with the telephone, Linda? I'll Google it, yeah. Google it. Nevertheless, if you do know how I can get in touch with Yvette, please leave a message on... Oh, one, eight, nine, two, seven, one, one, one... Nine eight. Write it down. Oh one eight nine two seven one 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 nine eight. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is a little bit of an interview I did with Ramon. You might remember it. He was on recently with me on my internet show. And there's another one coming up on the twenty eighth of April. All details will be out soon. But we are doing a show. In case you didn't know, we're doing a show called Clinton Baptiste versus Ramon. It's going all over the country. Phil McIntyre Productions, and it's from September to December. Please go. And get your bloody tickets, right? Don't be a dick about it. Go to clintonbaptiste.com forward slash live. Times Ramon's mum. <laughs> There's a lot of Ramon's mum in it. So if you like that sort of filthy talk, come and see clintonbaptiste.com forward slash live. This is what we did on the internet show the other week. A little falling out about our rider for the new show. Um, just say, Ramon, just to remind the people, we are going on tour this year, aren't we? That's right, I can't wait. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And what I wanted to say is, I'm saying this very much as my spring statement. Oh, Clinton's Ramon, spring statement. Statement oh. in the year. Oh. Just to say that... I'm... Rishi Clinton. <laughs> Rishi Clinton, that's right. What's just to that? say that I'm looking forward to projecting figures. Mm-hmm. What I'm seeing is a bright, bright future. A bright economic output, you know, with Absolutely. the money we're going to make from the tour. Tickets yes. going like hotcakes. Oh, right. In the double figures now. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to say that it would be very, very optimistic had I not just had this fax through from Phil McIntyre, which is your rider, which you never mentioned to me, yeah. what you want them to provide for you in the dressing room and so forth. What are you talking about? To wit, one... Spring water, sparkling, 12 bottles. 12? Per bloody show? What are you going to do with them? You can't drink them with all the McEwen flags. No, 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 no. They've missed a decimal point. 1.2 litres is good for me. What do you want me to do? Go on stage and pish myself? No, no, no. All right. Two McEwen's lagers times 12. 12? What do you need 12 for? Uh, Listen... If somebody at Phil Max went to order up McEwen's Lager for themselves, I never drink on the job. And how dare they for even suggesting that? It's outrageous. You've signed the bloody thing at the bottom. Well, it's no bad signature. I, I just said, look, a bottle of water, a sandwich, and a cup of tea, that'll do me. No, oh, that's right. Me, yeah, well, oh, you, you, would, you would say that. You would say that had I not seen number three, sandwiches. Alison, 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 give me that. Give me that email you printed out earlier. Right. Just in, on point of fact. Just right, minute. OK, so well see. Well right. see. Manage just a minute. Like, listen, you listen like here this. to me. Hey. I heard... <laughs> I couldn't believe this member doing the accounts. The last time we went on tour, you Don't ordered six up. cases of Pomery champagne. Yes. I mean, get to... We were in a Civic Hall in 
Harrogate for crying out loud. Pomery. It's about £200 a bottle. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, aye. And here, and what about this one? I, n- there's no wonder I'm easily pleased. Not like you can be in like a Tupperware salesman with sandwiches and sausage rolls. I got them from Yuri Geller and they were right. absolutely honking. That's all you do in a corporate gig is you're going to nick people's food. It's outrageous. Three sandwiches in brackets, not those shit ones you get at Boots Meal Deal. Pret or something like that with mayonnaise in brackets. I will kick off if it's that plain salmon one on granary that's always left over. Three A addendum crisps. Three B addendum one of them nice chocolate mousses that they do in Pret. Are you going to Pret? That's if you're going to Pret. What's this? Listen, I didn't know there was a pret. I would be happy with a Binman's Cafe That's bacon roll. That's what it says here. Well, listen, somebody's been having a go at that. That's not me. And no, anyway, you've got a bloody cheek, but rider. you have. Oh, the, the only rider you brought in was a silicone arse, and you rode the shit out it all night. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Oh, uh, Ryder, nice. he didn't have disgraceful behaviour in your dressing room. You I wouldn't get near it. You're going to say nothing about my silicone ass. I will. You can keep it on your coffee table. Right. And I hope well, you wash your hands, you filthy mucky pup. Ramon side of the dressing room. Oh, Something aye. nice, aye. Something nice, like orchids or lily-type ones. P.S. Clinton don't like flowers, so don't bother with him. He can have the fucking fruit. I don't eat it. That's oh, nice, isn't it? I don't, I don't need to have my dressing room lined like David Coverdale's boudoir with yoga right? mats and all that. Pishy plants. You think you're Elton John? Come on. No. I'd, we've got a job to do. The people demand it. We've got yeah. to be money, money-centric nowadays. Money Don't centric. try and ping that in me. Money-centric. champagne. Uh-huh. Hold You're on. a thieving, dirty, mucky pup. Or yeah. that second-hand food. That's your oh, bag. There's right. no wonder I want a vegan sausage yeah. roll from time to time. Yeah, that's right. Now, what do your mum have to work so bloody hard? On her hands and knees all day. Mostly on her knees, let's be fair, right? Listen, you, my mother my mother was oh, doing on her knee, on bended knee washing stairs so that I could have an education. Yeah. No, like you're sucking off everybody in the street oh, after that's that. Oh, nice, isn't it? Yeah, that's nice. Your mum was washing her step, all right? It was her and made a fucking mess on it. And some of it oh, how dare you? How dare how you? How dare you? Right, Underneath the arches, that's your mother, oh, that's Barbara your Baptiste. Mom. Yeah, that was your She mother. was bent double at the arch above her head. Oh, that's right. Your mum was at the Golden Arches every day. Oh, aye, that's true. right. Well, I fucking say they did. Aye. I'll right. tell you what, it runs in the family. Silicon arses. You go back in time, she was oh. plugged up to a hoover. She was sucking off that heart. Hold on. Something, this is, this is your number five. Something to play my spiritual music on to get me all in the mood for doing I need to relax stuff. my spiritual yeah. centre. and there's nothing. Enya, mm-hmm. Marty Pello solo stuff. Who put the Marty Pello in? That wasn't me. Wait, that was you. Well, someone did. It wasn't pretty well me, was it? Well, wishing I was lucky was a lovely song. Chocolate Swiss Roll. Who sang that? 20 bags. Proper milk, not sachets. Eight. Person to attend me getting me cape on shoulders at start of show. Nine. Person to bring water to side of stage. Person to carry stuff out after show. Person to make sure stuff taken out of car at hotel. Person to sort out hotel signing in when we get there. Person... 
Clinton is not to come over to my side of the dressing room when preparing. Who do you think you bloody well are? Well, I'll tell you something else. Given your previous on riders and etiquette in the dressing room, I'm just ring-fencing my own room, if you don't mind. And there's no harm in playing a bit of classical music, you ball bag, fanny right. fuckwit. I'll yeah. tell you something else. Anything to relax the centre. No, let you shite that you're playing in there. I don't know who uh-huh. these... That yeah. dirge. And it's that grime rubbish. It's all that chanting bollocks. No, no, no. A bit of relaxing music's quite the thing. Apart from that, well, <laughs> you certainly like the percussion off your silicon arsehole that oh, vibrates right. off fencing. the coffee table. Ring fencing. You need a fence round your ring, the amount of callers you had in the last time. Right, well, that's oh. enough of that. Are we in shite? Are we in shite yourself? Thank you. Bugger much. off. Goodbye. Fuck off. Just time for your paranormal headlines that you'll be waking up tomorrow morning. Chat, it's Fate magazine, screen the headline, I manifested Brad Pitt and he turned up in my village. Didn't actually meet him, I don't know where he was staying, and no one I know met him, but apparently he was filming a few miles down the road for a short time. Whoa, sexy and spooky. Whilst Haunted magazine highlight a spooky swimming bath near Wolverhampton, which have ghostly footprints and 1970s clothes left in lockers. Shirt, keep a tie. Yes, please, two sugars. And finally, Take a Break's regression expert, Jenny Smedley, helps you to really switch off during meditation or during a tedious three-page instructions, whichever comes first. Come to bloody Clinton for meditation. And those are your paranormal headlines when you wake up tomorrow. Well, it just remains for me to say a very fond farewell to the lovely Linda. Oh, thanks, What Clinton. are you up to? What are you going to be doing? Spooky movie night. I'm going to have a spooky movie night. Oh, my God. What are you going to see? Me and our Deborah. There's a film on... I think it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. It's called Host. We're having a bit of that. Right. Yeah. I think I've heard of it. What, what, what happens roughly? Well... Uh, it's about uh, some uh, kids who summon up a spirit. Yeah, this bit boring. Anyway, until next time, enjoy the film, Linda. Tell us all about it then, unless we forget to ask you. And see you next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye now. Bye-bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, uh, all the old back catalogue and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fady Nail.